0: Welcome to the Meeple Syrup After Show, designers discussing design we're on episode 85, and it's the pre-spiel-spiel, where we're uh, chatting games and uh, missing and jealous that we can't be there. Uh, it's not now, quite... now
1: it's like a pre-spiel-post-spiel, because it's the after show.
0: Yeah, it's the after show, although we'll have a post-post. Still. Right,
1: so then after that post-show, we'll have a post-post.
0: It'll be post-wear. <laughs>
1: It'll be weird. Some, but something okay. like that.
0: So, yeah. So, we're here, Sand and I, and we have Suze. Uh, we're chatting Essen and uh, a little jealous of our Facebook feeds being filled up with uh, people flying into wonderful European airports. Uh, but we're we're going to chat a little bit about Essen. First, before we go there, uh, I just... I was so thankful that Bruno and Theo would take the time to chat with us. And I'm curious, was there anything that that jumped out at you from our discussion, uh, either uh, Sen or Sue's, jump in.
2: I thought they just gave, like, I really liked Bruno's comments on, like, designing partners, you know, because I'm not a game designer. I, I don't have a lot, but, you know, Daryl, like, well, actually, I'm talking to two game designers that partner up, you know, specifically on their game designs, and I think that that's just a fascinating process, and to hear Bruno's attitude towards it, I think, is really... Um, I can't I don't even have the right word for it, but I think it's positive, and I think it's really cool and um, I'm really as a consumer of games, you know, I think it's interesting to think about how partners can make games better, you know, by having somebody to bounce things off of each other um that are deep in the weeds but have a different perspective. So I like Bruno's comments about finding that, and I would imagine if if you're a game designer out there, um uh, that's good advice. I can also see though how especially for younger newer not younger like age-wise, but like More inexperienced or unpublished game designers that it's still pretty probably difficult or intimidating to Find a design partner if you don't kind of come to the table with one so I can see why that's tough um, I mean every, If Bruno asks anybody right he's freaking Bruno Cathala, so if yeah. Bruno comes to you and says hey you want to design? I mean everybody's gonna say yes, yeah. right, but oh, so. absolutely. anyway
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, for me, what stuck out from um, Bruno was the 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 Bruno method. I like the Bruno <laughs> method. I mean, that that's kind of how we're running now in a lot of ways, um, but we still feel like we have to be on at conventions. We have to pitch at conventions, right? Um, because, well, it's it's not France, and it's not <laughs> um, you know we cover a lot more distance to get to a publisher than than Bruno does. I mean. For him to get to Germany, it's a two hour flight for us to get anywhere, like for me to get anywhere in two hours, I'd be like in Toronto or something. Right. So, um, and the price for a flight, you know, here would be much, much more expensive than in Europe or a train or whatever. So I think there are some issues with that in terms of how. To get around that for North Americans, yeah. well, and
0: proximity to the publishers, he's talking to
1: exactly right. A lot
0: of those publishers are are just a train away, or a, yeah. you know, a, sh- a short day trip. Mm-hmm. Versus for us, you know, we may only see some of these publishers at one show. You know, yeah, like oh, they're going to go they're at be show. at Gen Con, but not at BGG or you know yeah. things like that. So you, our windows of opportunity of face to face time are are quite limited
1: though i mean i would totally and i'm I'm planning on hopefully doing some things where you know it's like let's i'm just gonna go to san diego and hang out with you know nate and scott or whoever yeah. uh for a week or something and just pitch uh but not really pitch like hard like you know like no. not the 15 minutes everything splurting out of your mouth pitch yeah. um actually play games and do that kind of thing
0: enjoy yourself
1: yeah, on a more personal level, and then you know, like Bruno said, I mean, go to the shows because you kind of have to show your face at the shows, demo the demos that are releasing, uh, sign whatever games people want you to sign. I still think that's weird, but yeah, I'll do that, whatever. And and then sign the contracts there. Uh, I think that's a great way of doing things because, like, and even Theo said that they don't sign games at the con- at the conventions right away because they really do need to take it away, and. If that is the best action to take, which I, I think it is, um, I would rather teach them in a quieter, less rushed environment, et cetera, et cetera, where they can really look at the games, ask questions back and forth, and really see if they want it. I think that would be a better investment of time than for me to go, do my best, have them take it away, get my hopes all you know, up, 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 and then for them to come back, and say, hey, you know, after we took it away, we didn't really like it. Yeah. So because it well, especially with it's your fears is time too, right?
0: It's still gonna happen though. But oh, yeah. no, excitement slash restriction cycle is just gonna happen at a different rhythm.
1: Yeah, and I th- I think it would happen with less um hmm. frequency or uh maybe the amplitude, like the highs and lows would right. be different, I think. Um you know, like I said, I'm mellowing in my old age, so I'd rather do that anyways.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, and you're more established. I mean, people people are have expectations and look forward to games from you, so that makes sense as well. I I still I would play a little devil's advocate and say I still think there's a lot of value to kind of the, the rush and excitement of pitching at shows and the hype and kind of there is – I've definitely now, especially in the last couple of years, seen – Certain prototypes that because they build a good kind of rep throughout the show There's there's a built-in demand where where publishers are actually excited and even I'm not saying my own games Sadly, but but some other games where you see where there's almost a bidding war for them And that that wasn't the intent of the designers They just also were taking their opportunity to show it to people before making a decision and and some of that, you know even I think may not not rush a decision but it it puts a little pressure and a little a little leverage in the designers hands where at the end of the day the, the publishers really have the majority of the power yeah. in that dynamic so it's kind of nice to at least be like hey you want it and you want it and I only have one copy so you know who's really serious here I think that can can sometimes um, yeah it can be a bigger letdown when when it happens and they get sent back, but it it can also I think lead to to some games getting signed. Yeah, I
1: believe so. so. Hey, Suze, you've been you've been called out.
0: I have. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. So uh, you've been called out uh, by Beth, and uh, well, not really by Beth, but Odd actually called you out. Beth asked question, Suze, Do you I have guess. any game design aspirations? Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is and that subtle? Oh. And then Odd said, challenge soothe to the eighteen card challenge.
0: That's true. Oh, you should do it. Oh God, no. Well,
2: I so I really that's that's uh I appreciate that question. Um, you know, I've been a gamer for over twenty years and, and I've played a lot of games and I I I know a lot of people who play games, and I know a lot of game designers, and that overlaps a lot. Like I know a lot of people who have never designed a game that talk okay. about like the game they have in their mind and the game they're designing on, you know, in their notebooks. And um, I'm not that person. I have zero aspiration to design a game. So uh, the 18, 18- I said that too. <laughs> well, the 18 card challenge. I'm like, I don't even know where I would start.
1: What card one, if, and then Christine, you know,
2: if I had 18, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if um if I was independently wealthy and didn't have to work for a living, I actually think being a game developer
0: would be mm. really wonderful, and I go with that Daryl, yeah, you'd be an excellent game developer, but i I think that would just scratch your itch that sometimes you'd want to game design them, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're
2: like, oh and maybe maybe that's the gateway- the gateway role is being a game yeah. developer, but i I love taking games and and um. Sometimes I think because I've played so many games, you know, I I, yeah. I can add a little bit of perspective that's helpful. Sure, but sure. um I I know just enough about game design to Teachers. really respect <laughs> well, to really respect and appreciate the people who can do it, the people who can see things on paper, whether it's the more mathy games or the more thematic games, and like I have no freaking idea how you oh. do that. But I, give me I, something I can tell you everything that's wrong with it. So there you go. Uh, you
0: you <laughs> would be an excellent developer. So <laughs> I, I do see that. Absolutely. Um I want to jump into we, we heard obviously Bruno mentioned like a ton of games that he has releasing at Essen, and uh, and then uh, Teo mentioned some of the uh, repos, but beyond those games...
2: Yeah, I want to hear what you guys are looking forward to.
0: Yeah, what what games are we each looking forward to? I know Sen doesn't normally do a lot of ahead-of-time research. No, he just kind of hears crazy. what the buzz is. I tell him what's exciting, and then, and then he yeah, sees but then it. Yeah, then don't buy
1: that. Then he
0: doesn't <laughs> buy it, but he'll wait. And then he'll get tempted when he sees it. Yeah, game.
1: that's really what happens. Is uh, It's like, I kind of have to see it yeah, and get some more, uh, get other people's impressions of it. So, so no, let's not like Kickstarter for me.
0: Let's let's tell Sen some games that he needs to keep an eye out for. I know, Suze, you got a list that you sent with uh, Tiffany and Steve that'll hopefully get picked up. I have a list. Uh, why yeah. don't you, um, in no particular order, um, oh, yeah. share share maybe uh, a handful first, okay. and then and then I'll go to a handful, and we'll see how how many well, we got.
2: I I I'll, I'll just so I I kept my list um and I mentioned this I think on the the Maple Syrup show that um I definitely am focused on games that I am unsure about when or if they'll hit the US. Right. But if I know they're going to hit the US like The Great Western Trail or Feast of Odin, I can wait. Like I'm patient. I'm old. Like I'm I'm used to waiting. Um but so my list is very much like what I'm worried about not getting or you know having to wait a long time. So top of my list um Cottage Garden. Ooh. The Uve uh, yeah. multiplayer uh, one that uses the Tetris style tiles. It looks yeah. gorgeous and it sounds right up my alley.
1: It's so like patchworky. You I was going to say, I right? think it's going to be like patchwork for more.
2: I'm I am avoiding that. Everything I'm reading about the gameplay indicates that um, the pieces. And the location that you put them matters more. Like the shape of the pieces matter more right. than just fitting together. Yeah, okay, so I'm I'm, yeah. I'm being a little cautious about comparing it to Patchwork beyond the fact that yeah. it has those different shaped tiles.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: Yep. But I'm in. Um. Oh, me too, the Targy expansion. Targy is absolutely, mm-hmm. along with Akrotiri, uh, we- Targy is absolutely one of my all time favorite two player games. And there's an expansion coming out. So I'm. You
0: know, I didn't um, even know about that. Add turn- that to my list.
2: Yeah, I have to have it. I have to have it. Um, the Oh My Goods expansion that we have no mm-hmm. idea if it's going to hit the US or when. Like they're like, like they're being very cagey about it. They're like, oh well, we have enough for Essen, but we don't know. So they like, were oh. that
0: way last year with the yeah. game.
2: I'm sure it'll you know spread, but that's on my list. And then um, you know I've got a couple of smaller things. One of the things about Essen that I think a lot of people focus on the big Euro releases. Mm-hmm. But I've pre-ordered a bunch of Japan brand.
0: Yeah.
2: And a couple of random Korean games as well mm-hmm. because... Yeah, great there. Yeah, so um, this Garden of Minions, uh, which is a solitaire game. I'm getting really into solitaire games. With, and this one has dice, and I'm really into so I pre-ordered that. Um, and then a silly little game called Fold It. <laughs> These are just... I oh, love... Awesome. I love innovation in games, and I sure. buy a game simply because I think it has something unique in its mechanisms. Yep. Fold It is like these, it's a printed sheet with like these images on it. And the game is you have to fold the page. It's literally just what it's literally designed as like this plasticky sheet, like a, a vinyl, mm-hmm. a fold, like yep. a bendable vinyl. And you have to fold the sheet so that you can see specific images first.
1: Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right?
2: I mean, how silly is that? But oh, I have race, to have
1: race, it. Race for
0: origami. Pictures?
2: Yeah. Gucci, cootie yeah, yeah, said, yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, Rachel, so those are
1: some of the, the,
0: race.
2: the fortune teller. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um.
2: And so I just think that that's innovative and creative. So I just mm-hmm, want to you know, see that. What that's about fun. you guys?
0: Well, I mean, I am a sucker for the Euro releases or like the card game versions. Like there's a bunch of card game versions of things that are coming out. Col Baron, the card game, I played that. I'm really excited about that coming out. It will eventually come out stronghold you mentioned great western trail i got to play test that and that was i'm very excited about um Ooh, key you got to- play test it i did it's really awesome good. oh okay so, I mean, i've I already love, pre-ordered it i love alexander fister so Me really too. the rest of my life i will buy probably every game awesome um key to the city i'm really pumped about
2: on my list too uh
0: that and it's with hook and friends so is
2: that how you pronounce
0: it i don't know we love it it's just our jokes Yoke. <laughs> we a bunch of Canadian designers have recently signed some games with them, and uh, I think the domino effect was from Adrian, uh, my co-designer. He has Rival Kings that will be out at uh, uh, for his first solo design, and it's actually his first game. Who yep. Adrian co-designed Sagrada with me, and uh, uh, Rival Kings is a great game. We play tested that like crazy when I first got to know him.
1: I don't know. I don't know if his was the first that was signed or Max's was.
0: No, Rival Kings was signed before Max.
1: Okay. But yeah, yeah it, was, it was definitely, I mean, the signing started there. So that was that was good. And then it yeah. kind of continued on trickle down.
0: Um, so then the fun twist with Hooch is they don't actually sell at their booth. This is a fascinating thing is some, oh. some booths don't sell. Uh-huh. So for instance, uh, they have the retailers that are there because some retailers have booths and they just stock them and say, like, right. get your orders in first. And then that encourages people to go to those booths. And then they utilize their entire space just for demoing. Yeah,
2: th- I like that idea. It's an I like thing that idea. model. That's yeah, it's cool.
0: really cool because it's, like, encouraging the their relationships with stores. Yeah, for those sure. The stores have something interesting and unique to offer, so they're, mm-hmm. they're feeling they're like right they the have some leases the and their other stock. So it's really neat. And they're, they're one of the ones that are in the big... You know, room with uh, all the heavy hitters like German publishers and French publishers that have yeah, these they, is construction constructions. Huge too. Yeah, right? so they have a really a great uh, library. I, uh, some of the others I want to uh, R- railroad revolution. That's mm-hmm. oh, a yeah, game? Yeah. I'm really excited about that. Um, even little things like Two F has some games like Fuji Flush. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I obviously... like Fuji
2: Flush. I got to play it. It was fun. Oh, yeah? yeah,
0: cool. Uh, Power Grid, the card game, is going to be there. Yep. So I'm really excited about that. There's a booster for Tichu?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know what to think about that. I, really
0: I, I have to get it, though. Yeah. I mean, just that's the, just yeah, like, I mean, just uh, that, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the other heavy hitters that are kind of assumes, like Yorvik or Oracle of Delphi, mm-hmm. uh, the lagranja expansion. The um, expansion
2: or the dice game?
0: Or the 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 no siesta the dice yeah, game yeah that's sorry. a dice
2: game standalone yeah
0: um, and then I'm trying to some of the card games again uh, Nimit from Amiga yes. yeah that I looks cool that really where cool. Yeah. you're building you're building in front of you like your own tableau mm-hmm. that's gonna be really neat um, I'm a sucker for card games so um, Fog of War from Stronghold that looks oh, really yeah. good yeah yeah uh, I don't
1: know I, I wonder if that's your kind of game I think you'd like it fog of war yeah, yeah yeah
0: i watched the whole video it looks awesome i'm really psyched about that i mean i like risk even so yeah, yeah yeah so it's gonna mix like a warish game with a euro game for me that i'm not a war game guy but i think that'll be kind of my my overlap i think yeah,
1: uh... so, so, but i mean you like some other warish type games like 1775 and whatnot
0: yeah 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 or, yeah this
1: is it's it's this is a two-player only right so yes
0: you yep
1: beware
0: very <laughs> tightly balanced yeah. Yeah, very tightly balanced. What about you, Seus? What other ones?
2: Oh, well, I was gonna say, speaking of card games, did you see um Freaky from uh no. Amigo Spiel? Uh yeah, it's just a little card game. Like it's just one of those silly little card I games where you're trying to grab games. cards and it's b- like b- Exactly. B- 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 and all the cards have like number, color like there's number, color, and pattern or sure. something like that. And um there's cards on the table and there's cards and you have to play it's just matching characteristics. You right. know, so you have to play cards that match either a number or so color fun. or pattern yeah. or things like that. I just love like similar to you. I just love these yep. little games like X Nymph was going to be great and all that yep. other stuff. So definitely freaky. You might want to check that one out. Cool. Um, yeah. And then you spoke about like Legraha, the dice game. I'm super excited. And uh, you said power grid, the card game. I'm super excited about Luke the card game, which is Col mm. Baron. Yeah. The card game. I, I love Col Baron.
0: Card game's awesome.
2: I'm so excited cuz I I really like Colbert and I think it's maybe under I'm surprised it's not I think
0: talked Colbert about more.
1: Underappreciated. Yeah. I do
0: too. I really yeah. like Colbert. I'm a big and... fan. It it does the card game surprisingly takes up a decent amount of space. That's okay. I, I don't care. And so there's something about I think expectation-wise like I'm I'm afraid people think the card game's going to be I'm like simplified. It. It's or, still yeah. good. It's yeah. still a good meaty game, but it's it's cooked down to cards.
2: Sounds awesome! I'm so yeah. excited, and I'm glad to hear that um you've played it and that you like it. Um, yeah, I
0: play tested it. Actually, they've had it in the in the Hopper since Coal came out. Yeah, go figure. So I've played, I play tested it for two years now at Gathering. Well, then
2: hopefully it's going to be.
0: So it's super rad. It's yeah. good. It's really good. Um, there's a the only other one f- I want to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I wrote down a few that I don't know very much about, so maybe you'll know more about these. Um, but there was uh Inis with madigo mm-hmm. oh, yeah that...
1: this is the Celtic one yeah, that one's supposed to be awesome
0: it it has really unique art, which I really just it caught my eye right it looks amazing. um I don't know as much about it and this is a z-man release, but uh not uh not a lion not oh Natilian,
2: I know a lot it's about a... that one.
0: oh yeah, Ooh. good.
2: it's solo play it's it's another in the Oneirim in the Oniverse Got series. It. Okay and sense. this one is dice allocation Ooh. i am it's like it's underwater and you're trying to go on this adventure in your submarine and you're going to roll these dice and then you have to allocate them uh to yourself oh. like crew for your submarine but then you also have to allocate one to your enemy
0: oh right yeah oh. that sounds so
2: good it's going to be So good. So this this thing, like, and I don't remember all of it, but like, basically, you're rolling these dice, and there's three stations that you have to assign dice to: one for yourself, one a kind of an adjunct, and then one to your enemy. So that balance of dealing Mm. with the randomization and figuring out what choices. And it's solo play, and I love, I love the whole OniVerse series, like Castilian and and Oni Niram. Oh, so Natalian is a must-have. All
0: right, I gotta keep bouncing these off you then. Um, There, there's the colonists. With Mayfair, not to be comf- sure. confused yep. with Colin E.
1: Yep.
0: I'm yep. curious about that one. Yep. Um, the Golden Sales with Hobby World.
2: Oh, I haven't seen that one. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, that one, I just, the cover caught my eye, and Hobby World You're did Spy Game, um, or not Spy Game, Spy uh, Fall. Spy, Spy Spy Fall. So, a, a
2: Russian- which yeah. sounds like a very different game than. No, a, go, a golden sales would be a golden
0: sales is very different. I just a uh, hobby world in general, I just I kind of keep my eye on now. Mm-hmm. Um, Modifus has a couple titles Siege of the Citadels, which oh, yeah, is Eric Lang uh, and Kevin be... Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yep, borg, borg. Borg, 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 borg. yeah, and they and they also have a Kung Fu Panda board game. <laughs> <I like laughs>
2: That's yeah. awesome.
1: So, did Lang do that? Did Eric do that
0: one? I don't yeah. know, he should have.
1: Pandas, yeah, I know, right? So.
2: Have you been paying attention to Aporta? Because those are the other ones I'm super excited for. I pre-ordered all of Aporta, all three um, SM releases from Aporta. Um, Capital Lux, Avenue, and Doodle China. Doodle City is one of my favorite (laughs) solitaire games. You can play it multiplayer, and I actually think it plays quite well multiplayer. But it's one of these ones where you roll dice and you mark on a score sheet, right? And in Doodle City, you're drawing roads and connecting these different buildings that are pre-printed. So Doodle China is a new take on that. Cool. i in. like doodle city so i love doodle city so i was in for doodle china and they really are saying like who knows what's going to happen but doodle city was actually pretty hard to get in the u.s yes. um really limited release here and then um so doodle china i'm in for but then they also have avenue which is a new take on that formula where you're marking on score sheets but now cards are the basis uh right. for what you're doing so instantly in for those two
0: interesting Very mm. interesting uh yeah, and these, uh there's also which these will come um come over but like Carcassonne Amazonias. Mm-hmm. Um the Around the World in 80 Days remake that Yellows doing. Super excited about that. Um the Deos expansion Egypt with Pearl Games. Um Solified, the Reformation with Stronghold. Yeah. Uh, Solafide. Yeah. Solafide. Solafide. <laughs> um yeah, so I mean those are those are probably my main, my main ones that I'm, and then Conan, I'm really, really.
1: <laughs> which which Conan. Conan though?
0: The monolith. Right, right,
2: right. It's oh, a good man. list. You added a couple you, to my checklist you, you for sure. You
1: didn't kickstart that. No. No, no, no. I, I have like three hundred miniatures somewhere. Transit <laughs> somewhere.
0: Wow. That's crazy. It, the only other
2: thing um, I'm getting from Essen is they're doing another they've got a couple of promo things going on. Right. So they're doing another mm-hmm. advent calendar, which was a pretty big hit from last year.
0: Yes. And
2: if you uh, look at it, um, they were smart this year. Cause I, did you, did you see that promo calendar?
0: I had it. I got it.
2: It was like,
0: yeah, it was enormous. Know? I couldn't, I actually, did, I wanted it at Essen, but it just, you can't justify that kind of luggage space.
1: So, <laughs> well,
0: so I got it at BGG and I still cheated. I, I've, Fl- like folded it down like squished it down so it was flat
2: i just tore mine open and threw them all in a bag because oh. there's no way but this year to acknowledge that they actually have two versions they have like a they actually have a compact version nice. this right. year that's good, that's good. Um, and they had the big one um so i'm gonna gonna do that because promos who doesn't love promos
0: absolutely i'm hoping i'm hoping bgg will do it
2: yeah. i think they will i think they will
1: yeah, it makes sense. It's it's it, that right time of year for that as well. You know, get them ready mm-hmm. for Christmas. So, what do you think, Sen? Did
2: anything sound good to you? Uh
1: you know, it's very much. I'm very much like you. Like, I have a basement full of games that are innovative. That's that's all I usually buy. Is like, and I don't. I play them once or twice just to see what the innovation was, uh, from a design standpoint. And then the games that I play all the time are the games that my kids happen to like or my friends happen to like. And- um, so a lot of the like the folding ones any of the ones by aporta uh that you mentioned were ones that i was you know oh my ears you know perk up about you know neat and innovative design um even from like well you know i I like crafting things from a very uh a physical layout standpoint as well you know what are are people doing new with integration of technology the the one that you showed me a couple weeks ago Suze, the the one from was it from taiwan where they put the oh uh, the hollow
2: Queen yeah, the, Strike with a hologram
1: yeah I mean that one is super cool like to me those things make a difference in how my design world expands right so that's really what I'm interested in and so a lot of them I don't actually need to own to play I need to mm-hmm. touch them to see how they work that's that's what I'm interested in more Very than cool. uh, owning things to play them um, oh. Good idea. Uh, so, uh, Günther Flitz is asking, "What do you think of Armageddon from Queen Games?" I've only seen them. I, you know, the only time I saw it was when they set it up. They were setting up the booth, but I've, I don't not know anything about the game. Does anybody know anything about Armageddon? Haven't. Nope. No. Nope. We're, nope. we're failing.
0: No. Failing. Queen, well, Queen needs better representation in North America. I'm just going to call that out. That yeah. there's, there's opportunity for growth in that department. So. Yeah, I
1: mean. I, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunity for for Queen to do better and things. So, um, they get their games into stores, which is a positive thing. And then mm-hmm. after that, though, it's what's that? But here's a game in a store that I wanted to show you. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> this is uh, Jay. He's in Ghent, which is in um, Belgium, mm-hmm. and he found a copy of our game, Godfather awesome. New Dawn. There you go. IDW. So cool. Representing Ooh. international styles. So I just wanted to show you guys that that he is out there trying to find our own games, apparently. it's <laughs> awesome. love yeah. it. Awesome.
0: Cool. Well, uh, we're, we're going to wrap now. But I just uh, want to say again thanks to Suze for joining us. And uh, uh, send and I uh, and Suze, we appreciate all you out there that uh, take the time to listen and watch and send us good questions and ideas and join us in the chat. And we really just uh, appreciate that you include us and, uh, we keep trying to make some shows that, uh, answer questions and give you information. We we're really proud to have had Bruno and Theo on today. And, uh, we have another great show lined up for you next week. Uh, if you're at Essen, enjoy, have a great time. Send us, uh, your thoughts on your experience. If you want to suck up to any of us, just buy us a, <laughs> buy us a teach you booster. I'm I'm confident
1: that all happily of us take
0: a T2 booster from the Fata Morgana spiel, Rabika Spiel booth. Uh until then, uh enjoy uh Essen. If you're not going, play some good games, design some good games, and we look forward to playing your game soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks Out. for making us part of your lunch.
2: Thanks everyone. Bye.